Jamie Stryker is a control and good girl king, which is the perfect MSAV crossover. It really is. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Pod. Today we are getting back into the world of hockey, but before we do that, Sav, how are you doing? I'm good because I had my first pumpkin spice of the season today. I, I saw it. I was like, Sav was drinking coffee. I'm not drinking coffee. I had a nice chai. Uh, a nice chai. So okay. I had the pumpkin sweet cream whatever over iced chai, and it was so fucking good. So I'm that fall bitch today. I refuse to get anything pumpkin until mid-September. I refuse. So lame. I refuse. Just, I love so much. We've said this before. I love being basic. I want to get in my car, go to Starbucks, get a little pumpkin spice, like, I with my Stanley Cup intel. Like, I do not care. I love being basic. I think it's great, and we should all just embrace it. I know, I just, I can't get into the fall mood yet. I just can't. I'm there. So I'm once there. mid-September hits, once it goes below 80 degrees, then I can, I can celebrate fall. Yeah, me having my pumpkin spice today, it was like 94 outside. <laughs> so hot. I just was like, I worked from home today. I was sitting here. I watched Joe Burrow TikToks for an hour. Put me in such a great mood. Honestly, I think that's how we should all start the day. And I was like, you know what? I want a little pumpkin spice. So that's what I did. <laughs> what about you? How are you? I'm good. So um, I started teaching. I started my second year of school. So this is my last year of classes ever. Um, it is really weird hearing people say like Miss Ogajanova and stuff like that to me. It's just like I have office hours. I felt like very over a, like an adult just like overnight. And I just really love school. Like, I am just a slut for school. I just love it. <laughs> like, I just do. Like, I get so happy getting dressed, like, going to school, writing my little notebook. And um, I just have to say, so I'm trying to dress cuter this year. So I'm only going to campus Wednesdays and Thursdays. I'm trying to look cuter. But like, I know I'm still going to have, like, my sweatpant days or stuff. But they want you talking to professors a lot more in your second year. So they're all dressed up. So, like, I, so, like we're trying to, like, dress up more. And I have to say that Walmart has absolutely popped off. All my dresses I've been getting all the compliments for have been Walmart. And it's, I've been an advocate for Walmart for a while now, but they have been popping off. I just have to influence Okay, did you go into Walmart? Because I personally think that Walmart's online shopping is atrocious. No, I can't do their online shopping. I have to go in person. Ugh. I hate going in person to a Walmart. I'm not going to lie. Next time you're here, we can go to the one in Dunwoody. Because that was the best one. Here's my issue. Fayetteville, Arkansas is where Walmart was founded. So Arkansas is the Walmart capital of the world. The Walmart in Arkansas is like going to fucking Nordstrom's. Okay? It's so nice. So now I'm not going to come into my crackhead ass Walmart. Like I'm just not going to do it. So I, my expectations are just not there anymore. They're too high. 
See, I was a big fan because so I went into Target. I gave, I went to two Targets on Saturday. I really gave them a shot. But once again, it is 104 degrees here. It's not going to cool down until October. I can't be wearing long sleeve turtleneck wool dresses. I just can't. But Target has that, and then they have tube dresses. Yeah, like, there's Target, nothing I in between. Target's going downhill fast, quickly. Yeah. Just their pants and their blazers, but that's it. Their dresses, it's just not hitting. Well, because you got into, like, Prairie Girl Target. I never got into that, so Target's been <laughs> missing for me for, like, quite a while. Because I, I get into Prairie Girl. You do. You love a prairie girl vibe, and I just can't. I can't do it. It's not working for me personally. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of been because I Amazon just hasn't really been hitting it dress wise. And then, but somebody recommended Nordstrom Rack to me. Oh, Nordstrom Rack. To find, and to find a Belk. So those are my next okay. two stops. Here's my pro tip about Belk that I learned from my grandmother. Belk and TJ Maxx are both based on your like zip codes, at, like medium in median income. So the wealthier area you're in, the better the Belk and the better the TJ Maxx. So when I want to go to Belk, I go to Hilton Head because that's where all the yeah. people are. And the Belk is hitting. They have like free people, Love Shack Fancy, like all that kind of stuff. And Nordstrom Rack and TJ Maxx are the same way. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Because yeah. I'm just like, I I can't do I can't afford Anthro. I'm not going to like pay J. Crew, But Walmart really popped off. And then Labor Day is coming up. I know you're going out of town. Yeah. I'm going to Puerto Rico. Me, Seth, and Judy. <laughs> so that'll be fun. <laughs> and Emily, would you like to share with us where you're going? I am going. So as we all know, we had I had the beach trip with my friends. My boyfriend came. So now it's I'm going on like a weekend thing with his friends. And we're going to a farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I can think of is the country boy. I love <laughs> I <know>. you. <laughs> and so this, so I met all of his friends. So I'm not going in like blind. I like met everybody, but um, I'm going a little bit yeehaw for for Labor Day weekend. You've taken the Daphne Perry like a step too far. You know, <laughs> a step too far. We've gone too far. We've talked so much shit about not being small town girlies on this podcast for two years. So you can't backtrack now. It's no, too- and there's like horses, goats, chickens. Like it's we're going. Yeehaw. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I, might, I might ride a horse. We'll see. Everybody I would love <laughs> to see you and your hips on a horse. <laughs> My boyfriend was like, um, so there's like a house like on the main property and then there's like a, a cabin like mid property and like everybody goes out to like the cornfields and I was like, What do I wear? <laughs> like I don't have farm clothing. And he was like, Um, we can just really just roll up the bottom of some of my pants and <laughs> you can wear my pants. So all his pants are camo. So if it happens, I will be documenting. Okay. No, because I used to, like, go to parties, because I'm from Atlanta, but I'm from, like, a little bit outside of Atlanta, so in, like, Canton, we would go to parties in the woods, like, we would just go get drunk in the woods, basically, and, like, 
ride our cars onto someone's property in the middle of the woods and I feel like you could wear like jeans or leggings and like a like a t-shirt that would be fine okay 105 degree weather (laughs) that's fair but he but this is the thing he he was a trooper with my friend group yeah you and then now so I will be documenting if I ride a horse or camo pants I don't think I would Make camp up hands. That's not gonna. That wouldn't be on my personal agenda. Also, I support you. I just like don't get like logistics how they would work. My boyfriend's like six one six two. I'm a solid five three and a half. Right. So and we would have to be rolling them quite a lot. Right. Right. Okay. Well, keep us so, posted on your journey. The Taylor Swift cowboy boots might have to make in a. <laughs> I should burn my Taylor Swift television. <laughs> they were so uncomfortable. I, I'm mad at her right now because the surprise songs are back and I'm, I'm just I'm just over it. I'm honestly so upset that we didn't go in Mexico. Have you seen the like yeah. the out of the concert merch that they're selling in Mexico? Yeah. That shit is better than the real thing. Like I want yeah. some bootlegged merch from the Mexico concerts. We're, we're bamboozled. We goofed. My last thing is that um, if you are in the path of Hurricane Idalia, what's up, shoddy? Same. And I hope everybody's okay as we prepare for our first, like, major hurricane of the season. Did you guys have to buy, like, sandbags and stuff? I mean, I don't think so. We're, like, far enough because it's going to hit in Tampa and then cross. So, like, I'm going to be fine. And we're far enough inland that I don't think it'll flood. But what I'm really concerned about is that because I'm going to Puerto Rico, one, hope it doesn't mess up my flight plans. And then two, I hope my dog sitter doesn't dip because then I'm going to have to like real quick figure out a plan. That is is true. Well, I hope it all works out. Well, what have you been reading? (sighs) Just behind the net. Guys, I really am trying. I really am trying. She can't help it. But She's so in love. She it's also that. A but studious girly being in love. She can't read, too. It's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm trying. But maybe with the long weekend, I will get two books knocked out. Hey, one a week is still, like, that's better than most people. Yeah. You're doing great. Being trying. What have you been reading? Um, I really only read this book and one other one, both by Stephanie Archer. I'm in my Stephanie Archer era. Listen, we're going to talk about Behind the Net, which was fantastic. The only reason I'm not giving it more stars is because I read Finn Rhodes Forever right before. That book is the best rom-com of all time. Like, I was gagged. I, It was so good. I'm speechless. Let me download. It was childhood friends lovers everything to enemies like something happens they hate each other he comes back in town Finn Rhodes forever and he moves in next door first of all this man is the blueprint like I was literally obsessed so again I would have given behind the net a higher rating had I not just read the best rom-com of all time and I still loved behind the net and gave it a good score but Finn Rhodes perfection Spicy small town second chance romance. Add to cart, she says. It's d- downloading. 
I think I'm really just going to say fuck it when we go to the farm and bring Sinner because I still haven't read the last one, The Lords, because Chantal Tessier is coming out with The New World. Mm. And so I need to finish Sinner because then Rena Kent is coming out with Lyndon's book. So the big psychopath from that world, which we all know I'm going to eat up. <laughs> so I, re- I really just think I'm going to just say fuck it and that's what I'm going to read. Someone was messaging us yesterday that they just finished the Mindfuck series. And I'm thinking maybe I should go there. I have the way that I, I think I read that whole, I got the one on Amazon that has all five of them together. I really think I finished it in like a day. I could not put it down. Okay. Maybe I'll go there. I think that you would really like it. Okay. Sold. Okay. So getting into this week's book, talking about Stephanie Archer. She writes spicy, laugh out loud romance. She believes in the power of best friends, stubborn women, and a fresh haircut and love. She lives in Vancouver with a man and a dog. Books by Archer include the Queen Co. series and the Heartbreak Rule. Today we are going to get back into the world of hockey with Pippa and Jamie in Behind the Net. And today's dedication is, I love a personal dedication from an author, for Brian, Alana, Sarah, Elena, and Athena, who clap the loudest when I win. So I I love this dedication. And then when she and the author, like about the author, she puts that like she believes in the power of best friends. And then in the author's note, she has like two my soulmates. And it's like two her friends. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. these are her soul these are her besties, her bestie soulmates. Yeah, I was just like, this girl like really is all about friendship. I love that. It's not real friendship if they don't dedicate a book to you, you know? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so getting into Behind the Net, Jamie and P- Pippa, right? Pippa. It's Peppa. for sure Pippa. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and Pippa have known each other since high school, but their paths never crossed due to him being the hotshot hockey player and her being with her shitty ex, Zach. After being fired from working on her boyfriend's tour, which followed the breakup, Pippa found herself living on her sister's couch. A marketing job with the Vancouver Storm was opening up soon, and Pippa knows it's her dream job, and to get that dream, she accepts a job as an assistant for the player. The two are reunited when she is assigned to be his assistant, but both are torn on if they should tell the other that they know who each other are. After clearing up some miscommunication and Jamie ordering Peppa to move in. Peppa like Peppa Pig. <laughs> this name is so hard. <laughs> Pippa. Like Peppa. Like Pippa Middleton. And then I thought I was saying Pippa. <laughs> After Jamie ordering Pippa to move in, the two fastly become good friends and have a good routine built. However, both have yet to tell the other about their high school crush on each other. And when the tension gets too much, the two cave in and things get steamy between the two. Refusing to open up and try again with the girl, Jamie refuses to make things official until he can't wait anymore. When the two declare their feelings for each other, the two get their happy ending while still pursuing their life goals. Okay, so I gave this four and a half stars. Again, had I not just read the sheer perfection that was Finn Rhodes, I probably would have given it five stars. 
The only criticism I'm giving this book is that the first half felt like a bit of a miscommunication trope because you were getting both sides of them like being obsessed with each other, but not telling each other. And quite literally everything went right for Pippa. (laughs) Like, like she was like, I think I want to be a rock star. And then two days later, she was a rock star. You know what I mean? Like, I love that for her. But is that realistic? Probably not. But you know what? Sometimes you just need to read about people having like a nice, easy go at life and things just happen to them because they deserve it. So that being said, I love the assistant trope, especially when they move in together pretty early on. Jamie Stryker was so gone for Pippa. And I was just obsessed he fell so thoroughly so quickly for her like this man had been in love with her I think since they were in high school and he never like really let it go away he was such a good dude and he never fucked up like he never did anything wrong a single time which I really really appreciate Pitbull was also delightful and just like a joyful little human so I loved watching her find herself again and figure out who she wanted to be I think the concept of dating an asshole who makes you feel small is super relatable and finding Jamie to help you put yourself back together again is like the ultimate goal. Like again, everything after she left Zach, life was smooth sailing for Pippa. So that's great. I also really appreciated the conversations about panic attacks and anxiety and depression from the point of view of the child rather than the person who is struggling And like hearing Jamie talk about how his mom's depression affected him. I really enjoyed that. Not like enjoyed, but I appreciate that we like talked about it. Um, And then high school crushes, both acting like the other doesn't remember them. And then playing it cool, like turned into lovers. And I just really enjoyed it. I remember like maybe a year ago, this term like cinnamon roll hero came to be where it's like someone appears like rugged and like a badass and like grouchy on the outside, but they are so soft and lovable and like gone on the inside. And that is exactly what Jamie was Um, when he's an asshole to Pippa at first and she comes back and because he fires her and she comes back and he's like, she's basically like you fired me like fuck you I need this job she calls him a dickhead he thinks to himself I was an asshole yesterday I didn't mean to be though I don't know how to be normal around her she showed up looking like a Disney princess and I could barely say two words to her obsessed Pippa Hartley has me wrapped around her little finger I'll do anything for her and I'm not even mad about it I want to do terrible things to her make her come with my mouth and my hands and my cock make we're not even to spice yet and this is just part of it make her scream my name and show her how fucking incredible sex can be I know sinking this feels so awkward when I'm just like trying to talk about the story and I'm about to say I know sinking into her tiny wet pussy is going to change my life why am I giggling <laughs> um anyways after all of that he says it's not just the sex though I want to wake up with her spend free evenings watching a movie on the couch and go for walks in the woods with Daisy. I don't know how, but we're going to figure this out. I just want Pippa. And I just really enjoyed the balance of like sex and intimacy in this relationship. At one point he says, sex has never been so playful. And I can't think of another time I felt so comfortable around someone. This is what it's supposed to be like, I realize. I am giving this book 4.5 stars. 
I think for the same reason that Sav did. And the beginning, the beginning had me knock off 0.5 stars because I was literally yelling at my Kindle because, like, for them to stop with a miscommunication. And I also, like, she is better than me because as soon as he would open the door, I'd be like, yeah, I know who you are. Or when they had, like, the little argument when he, like, fired her, like, I would just have blurted that stuff out. I did like this book that it was realistic hockey-wise because I am a hockey girly. Because, like, Vancouver and, like, the real NHL did finish almost last in this, like, their division, just like the Vancouver Storm did. Um, the Vancouver Canucks, the real team, did hire, like, Rick Tockett as their new coach, who is young. And there was controversy because he was young. And, like, the Vesna Award is a real award for, like, the best goalie. So I liked how this was, like, it was, like, a realistic, like, there was realistic, like, components to this book. Okay, slay hockey queen. I, <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, yes. <laughs> she did so much research. Um, Jamie and Pippa. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That was right. Okay, Jamie and Pippa were just such a pleasant main character duo. And like their chemistry never seemed fake or rushed. Like they just merged so well with each other. And again, with this book, I liked the side characters like Hazel and Jamie's mom. They were mentioned the perfect amount in this book. And the author like really did build like a world from this book, but also just showed like the important aspects like people in like this main character's lives. Jamie was fine as hell. But to me, he was also so funny just the way that he was so obsessed like with her. And I fell for him as soon as he took Daisy home. Like he was like, he's not letting that dog go anywhere. And I just love the way that he treated his mom and just, like, made my heart, like, melt. Like, he just wanted to take care of his mom so much. Um, I loved Pippa, and she was so spunky. And I was just rooting for her so bad. And I love the assistant trope moving in. And I think I love this book so much. Also, because it did really remind me of the Wall of Winnipeg in me. I love the combos surrounding, like, not being able to come. And, like, feeling stressed, like, not being, like, able to come. And, like, when she, like, her sister was, like, you just really have to cut the shit. And she ordered her the vibrator. I giggled. This man was just such a goner. Like, when he went to the dog park with her because of the guy named Andrew. And when he was pacing back and forth and so angry when she had a date with Rory. Like, he was, like, you're going to get cold. And she's wearing, like, fall clothes. Like, there's no way for her to get cold. And he just, like, when he saw pictures of her and, like, she had red on her cheeks. He was, like, wear, like, a better jacket. He just didn't want her to get sick. I just thought that was really sweet. He said in the beginning, so she was sending like daily emails with updates. And he goes, she's been sending me daily emails with updates. And even though I never respond, I look forward to them. I wait for them refreshing my email while I'm sitting on a plane or between travel sessions. And then she starts crying because she sees her ex-boyfriend Zach doing this song with like a new girl. And she's like at a coffee shop crying because her sister she lives with her sister. Her sister's in the studio and she can't go home right now. And he is there. So he like comes into the coffee shop and Jamie goes, I'm being an intimidating jackass, but I need to know why she's crying so I can fix it. He was like, I can have any kind of pipe, but I can't have like her be sad. And that was when he was like, you're moving in with me. And the fact that like he bought her like new furniture for her new room, which she didn't even ask. And when he told her, your ex is a fucking loser for letting it go, I was like, tell him, tell him. But I don't know. Like, yes, he was like an NHL rock star. 
But like when he said that, like I like after the game, um, she and Daisy will be at home. Like he just wanted, he just wanted like love and companionship. He was so gone for her. And at one point when they like go on their weekend away, the ballet driver mistakes her, like says, oh, like, is your wife here? Like talking about her basically being his wife. And he like can't stop thinking about it. And they start falling, like they start fooling around kind of, but the whole time he's like in his head, um, Oh, yeah, she's getting a ring, a big one, loud and flashy, disgustingly over the top. She'll hate it, but I want people seeing it from a mile away, from space. I want to signal to everyone that she's taken. And then Pippa says, what are you grinning at? And he goes, she's so pretty. I want, I won't force her to wear a ring she doesn't like. I can never do that. She can wear whatever ring she wants. It's like, (laughs) I'm obsessed with her, I'm dead. And then when she's trying to, like, again make her music career which she does it I mean a record setting pace which we love that for Pippa um he says anyone who has ever done anything bold has the naysayers shut out those voices the only opinion that matters is yours which I just really I feel like that's good life advice like anyone who's ever done anything worth noting or worth mentioning probably had people telling them that they couldn't so keep doing you I liked this book so much because it had plot, but like, yeah, like sometimes I want an emotional read. I want to cry. Like I will read an emotional read, but this book was just a wholesome book about two adults falling in love with each other. Yeah, I agree. Like I was like grinning, like kicking my feet happy while I was reading this because it felt like I was there. And I like, yeah, the same. And I like how it wasn't all oh, just because he was in the NHL, it needed to be all glitz and glamour. Like, we had the part about his mom's anxiety attacks. Like, there was just different, like, it wasn't just, like, one-dimensional. It was just, like, it was a good plot. Listen, Stephanie Archer is that bitch. I think everyone needs to read everything in her back, like, in her backlog, because all of her stories are like this. I've been sucked into everything that she's written in the past two weeks, because, it's just so good. It, I've been feeling so much and just like so happy. And you know, when you finish like a really good series and you're like, oh my God, these are my friends. Like, what am I supposed yes. to do now? Like, I can't leave them behind. That's how I feel. I, if, and if you want a series that is like that, um, the Devil series by Elizabeth O'Rourke, she has four in that series. And when I finished it, I was just like, my friends. I think I've read one of those. You probably, I mean, you probably have. I can dive back in. I'm down for I that. Was, yeah. Like, I love that's Like, this book made me feel how that series did. Yeah. Sometimes I just, like, yes, they were all spicy, and her spice is incredible, but the characters, I just, like, I feel for them. I love watching them grow. I fall in love with them. Like, it's all very casual. Yeah. Immersed. We were immersed in the world. Absolutely. I didn't want to come up. Okay. Dude, this Stanley has been the best purchase of my life. I'm never going back. Okay, listen to this. My flex is that my friend Casey has a law firm. So she got these for people to like BPR for her. She's a divorce attorney, which is like, don't catch me <laughs> slipping because I got a divorce attorney on the law. That's pretty neat. But the Stanley, I like, it is the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I agree. Again, I love being a basic bitch. (laughs) 
So we are going to get into the spice and the spice was spicing. So I'm giving it two peppers. This man knows he was hot and good in bed. How many peppers are you giving it, Sav? I gave it two peppers and they were like juice, like over peppers. You know what I mean? Like they were good. So we know she gets this toy. They like, he like hears her using the toy. He sees that like the order form that she got this like vibrator. And so there is a scene where he is starting to use her toy on her. So it's starting and she goes, he turns the intensity of the toy down and the desperate aching feeling fades. Hey, I protest. His teeth scraped my shoulder. You're not in charge here. Nothing I love more than that. And he goes, you look so fucking pretty. He says in my ear as I twist in his lap. So fucking gorgeous sitting in my lap as I use the toy on your pussy. And she goes, my body isn't mine. It's his. He owns it. He's wielding it however he pleases. And I'm just along for the ride. Like, no complaints. No notes. You know what I think is so hot is when we don't even have to, like, say obscene words to talk about the spice because it was, like, he was just using, like, regular ass words. Does that make sense? Yes. And it was just so hot. Like, he didn't say anything foul there. (laughs) Like, it was no. just hot. And when they're like done, so they haven't had like sex sex at this point. He was like, I think you could take my cock. It'd be a tight fit and it's gorgeous pussy, but we make it fit. And then this was probably one. This scene had me giggling and kicking my feet. So she has this date with Rory. We all know Jamie cannot stand. They used to be best friends. Now they don't like talk. And he's fingering her before her date like he is outside the door ready Rory is ready to pick her up for the date and she goes Jamie leans down and he he says you're mine he murmurs in my ear crooking his fingers towards my navel to rub against my g-spot Jamie Stryker knew where the clip was and he also knew where the g-spot was (laughs) and we appreciate a learned man he knew where all the places were you know the TikTok sound? He's been cooking in here. Do you know that one? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. But it was just like, he's like, you're mine. And like, this is going to prove it before you go on the date with this man. And he ends up crashing the date anyway. Which was so funny. And also, like, I love that Rory had planned it. But it's like, he just couldn't say no. Like, he knew that yeah. his friend was not going to be able to resist this opportunity of this girl that he's been obsessed with loved it jamie striker is a control and good girl king which is the perfect msav crossover it really is (laughs) as soon as i saw the good girl and then the um toy scene i was like oh well this is perfect because this (laughs) perfectly combines us all right let me address the good girls in the room to start Jamie says, say my name when you come like a good girl. Again, you know how everyone says, like, the take this dick like a good girl? No. Say my name when you come like a good girl. I'm going to annotate it and make t-shirts if anybody would like one. That is just, like, again, no notes. No notes. (laughs) Such a good fucking girl taking my cock so well. Such a good fucking girl for me coming so hard. Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, so good. So that's just for 
the good girls out there, you're welcome. And then when they're hooking up, he'd gone down on her once before. And Pippa was like, did you actually like that? Because he goes to do it again. He says, did you doubt that, Pippa, that your pussy was one of the sweetest things I've ever tasted? Because it was, baby. I think about it every time I stroke my cock, how wet you are, how wet you were, how you sounded moaning for me while I licked you. I want to talk about how much masturbation was separately in this book because I liked that. I did too. Like, I think it was really hot that they could both hear each other. Like, so it was hot. really holding the tension. So hot. The shared thin wall and he's masturbating and like groaning her name and she it's it, she's doing the same thing. I was into it. And then finally, this is the MSAB crossover of the century. He's teasing her and she says, stop teasing me. And he says, beg me. She says, please, Jamie, please make me come. When you beg me like that, I lose my fucking mind. She says, so, so lose it. <laughs> Let me in. Like, I just want to watch. I don't <laughs> even participate. Like, I just want to be there with my besties. I Someone telling you to beg them is also very fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Take I got. Notes. Taking notes. Jamie Stryker, the perfect man. Yeah, this man was just it's what I needed. Agreed. They've done such a role with like men. Well, maybe yeah. last last year's a little bit of a dip. But going from out on a limb to I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Oh, last week was the uh <laughs> church <laughs> for sure we don't love a I church was, boy i was at church on saturday and i was looking at like so it's like two floors and there's like nobody upstairs like nobody was sitting upstairs and i was just like i was just thinking like and i was thinking about that book for a second that's fair that's a good <laughs> thing to do in church i can't believe i forgot to mention this Finn Rhodes is a firefighter, but here's the deal, okay? Don't I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Okay, I was about to say, don't you dare put me down like this, because he's a firefighter, but he's like a wildfire firefighter. Okay. And that's automatically sexier than, like, the fucking county, fi- the volunteer county fireman versus a wildlife firefighter. That's different, right? I think so. I think so, too. So I'm going to get, I have it downloaded, so I'm going to, that's going to be one of the reads. Okay, I just, I know you have a trigger warning for for firefighters and also other emergency first responders and personnel, so I have to make sure that I put it out there for you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, okay, we do have some discussion questions this this week. So, Sav, what do you think about, like, I don't know if you really can call it the third stage breakup. But, like, when he, like, pushes her away, like, what do you think about that? Okay. When you wrote this question down, I was like, what third stage breakup could you be referring to? Because there wasn't one. I think that this man has no flaws. (laughs) So, I think that everybody in a tense moment could be like, no, like, I'm overwhelmed. Get away from me. And I think that that said how much of a good partner Pippa was to be like, no, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I'll sit in the hallway. But obviously you're going through some shit. Like you're having a moment. That's fine. Have a moment and I'll be here when you're done. And I think that that's a good partner. I don't, no, I think so too. Like they really, like, I think they both really understood each other's boundaries. 
Yeah. Like when he went with her to the rap party, he didn't push her to do anything that she didn't want. But it's something that they both just really, really, really respected each other's boundaries. When he goes with her to the block party, why did I call it the block party? <laughs> What's it called? The rap party? The rap party. Oh, I know why I called it the block party. He goes with her to the rap party and he says, I'm your goalie tonight. I'll block all your shots. I'm in love. In love. In love. My question is, I, I okay, I really like this concept that he feels like he fucked up with his ex-girlfriend. And he feels like he fucked her life up, which we come to find out that's not true. He actually, like, freed her, basically. Yeah. But how would you feel if on a random Tuesday at, like, 3 p.m., you get a text from an ex that says, that says, hey, can we get lunch? Like, how are you responding to that? First thing I'm doing is sending a screenshot to you. <laughs> and then it was just a bunch of question marks. Uh- that's the first thing I'm doing I'm screenshotting that first of all on the home screen I'm not opening the tab yeah no 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 on the home screen screenshotting that sending it to you and then I really think it depends on how the ex and I like what happened that caused our relationship to end and then I think I would have to tell my boyfriend oh for sure and then if it is comfortable with him then I think if 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 the ex was like Aaron and Jamie then I think I would go to kind of have that, like, because, like, I'm happily in love. Like, I don't, like, knock on the zero feelings for my ex. Like, I think I would if I was in this situation. If it's any of my real-life exes, they're getting blocked. That's not happening. <laughs> if it's any of my real-life exes, there will be no one. If it's Schmake, we're immediately blocking the number. No. I'm not talking to them anymore. No. You just casually said, I'm happily in love. And I was like, I'm going to cry. You could not make me cry. I just got my lashes done. But she's happily in love. That's so sweet. We came a long way, guys. If you've been here from from day one. (laughs) I've been here for so long. And we've come quite a long way. (laughs) How would you respond to the text? I agree that I think it depends on who it is. I only have one ex that I'd be like, I'm not interested in talking right now. Um... And they've, like, tried to slide into my DMs a couple of times, and I've always told Seth, but they're, like, most everybody else, I feel like I would be on, except for that guy, the Delta guy who peed on me, I want nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Because not only is he a COVID denier, he literally peed on me, so that's a no for me, dog, but I mean, like, most other people, I would be, I would, like, hear them out and, like, go and, like, show pictures of me and Seth in our house and our dogs, same way that Aaron did. Um, yeah. But I just, I don't know. I think that that's so funny of like, I love that he reached out to her and they had a beautiful conversation and so much healing, but also like, can you imagine getting that text? Like, what would you do? <laughs> no, that is like that. Like, you know, when you get cold, like when you get like a text or like from somebody, you just oh, get like, chills. that like cold feeling. Yeah, yeah I think. I would get that, and then I would just be like, like, what the fuck? I would rather, okay, hot take of us okay. friendship journeys right now. I would rather get that text from ex-boyfriends, almost every single one of my ex-boyfriends, than any of my friend breakups. If I got that from a friend breakup, it would ruin my fucking day, and I would not know. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I, couldn't, I would go into like a, like some kind of turmoil. Yeah, 
immediately I would turn my phone off. I would go completely nonverbal for like the rest of the day. Like I need a break. That's one thing I love about being an Apple Watch girly because you can see mm-hmm. the text and just slide and then slide you don't have away. to. Yep. Yeah. No trauma so. here. We're just going to save that yep. for another day and not worry about it. But I, know, I just like, I like that because I, I did feel bad for Erin because she thought she was pregnant. She was really happy. She got her period and like, I did feel bad for her. And but I also understand like Jamie being like, I have to focus on the sport. So I'm glad that they were just able to give each other that closure. Yeah. But I also think like, there are so many times in life where like at 19, yeah, I was in love with somebody at the age of 19 and had I gotten pregnant I would have been like excited because I was in love with well no I don't know that I ever would have been excited but you know what I mean it's like yeah. you can be in love with somebody and like but also you're still 19 and if you know you had kids at 19 that's a different experience but I don't know I like I really felt for her and I under I saw both sides of it so clearly yeah same here Okay, getting into our fave segment, who Jamie reminds us of slash how we see him. Um, this is going to be fun because I I can confidently say that we are both obsessed with fictional Jamie Schreier. So Stryker, whatever his name is. Okay, so this is how I picture him. I'm thinking like a Henry Cavill with a five o'clock shadow. Has to have a five o'clock shadow. That's emphasis on that. Big ass arms and obviously very ripped, but also just like thick with three C's. This is an aside. Joe Burrow and my hour long <laughs> TikTok bench. Someone asked him if he thought he was thick and he said he was th- thick with three C's. I'm, a, I'm in love. <laughs> Anyways, so I would like him to be thick with three C's as well. Buys you flowers all the time just because honestly buys you anything all the time just because this is the type of man that is going to send a 32 ounce Parker's Diet Coke to my desk at like 2 p.m. when I'm having a rough day. Can't keep his hands off of you, obviously. Can be super laid back and easygoing, but also doesn't take bullshit from you or anyone else. Wears a beanie like no other. Will take you to VIP club openings, but is the most content on the couch with you and Daisy. So sticking to the theme of hockey, he reminds me of Jeremy Swayman, who plays goalie for the Boston Bruins. Are you going to look him up? I'm looking him up right now. Again, Emily, we can't be weird and ruin this like those other girls did. (laughs) No. Now, this man in his, like, school hockey picture, not as hot, but this man in the wild. Yeah, he's like a... Like, he's in the wilderness. He's from Alaska. He's giving Dansby Swanson. <laughs> you didn't like that? Silent. No. He looks very buttoned up, but I support you nonetheless. He's not ugly. He's attractive. Yeah, he kind of just, like, fit, like, the dark hair look that I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. All right, girls. Don't slide um. into DMs and make him super uncomfy. He is a regular at the local dog park bar, but he is also on top of every club's VIP list. He always orders your coffee for pickup in the morning, so you don't have to worry about getting your coffee on the way to work. You can just stop and pick it up. He is a PDA king and will glare at any man who tries to flirt with you. He goes for morning runs with a backwards hat, like that kind of look. 
and he never misses a dinner with his mom. He is your number one cheerleader, no matter what you choose to do, and he will always pick you up from a girl's night. Morning runs with a backwards hat is incredibly specific, and I'm here for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because you're on Joe Burrow TikTok, I'm on Joe Burrow TikTok, and they're all of him in a backwards hat. Me and Joey, we just spend like an hour together. In the <laughs> like that's how we bond. You know how you can repost things on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So naturally, my boyfriend and I have very two different sides of TikToks. He calls me the other day because he, I, he always sends me a good morning when he wakes up, and so he called me and I like responded. He was like, "I don't have a TikTok feed anymore because it's just all of my reposts." So he's getting reposts of flowers. I was going to say, well, your posts are just basically you adding your boyfriend of everything that you want because exactly. I'm it and I'm like, what sap ass shit is this? And I'm like, I was just Emily sending subliminal messages to the boyfriend. So it's fine. So he, can, I haven't reposted oh, no. anything anymore and it makes him so mad. But I was like, uh. so now I just send them to him. I don't suddenly <laughs> I don't suddenly repost them, I just send them to him. I'm thankful because you were affecting my feed. You were getting in between me and Joey B. And like that's not ideal. <laughs> Truly, I was just like watching TikTok this morning and I like glanced up and I was like, holy shit, it's been an hour and all I've seen is Joe Burrow content. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> okay. Getting into the scientifically proven portion of the podcast, we have our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid. At the bottom, we have ultimate friends with benefits. Might hook up once or twice, might tell your friends, could just be a friends with benefits situation. It's just there. And then you have meet the parents. Could be the one, could not be the one. Your parents just want to meet him. Could be, could have some kind of movement in the boyfriend pyramid. And then we have white picket fence where you have the happy life, the dog, the minivan, the four kids. You're just living a happy life in the suburbs. And at the top, we have God's tier where the man is just the top of the top. You have, you're just living the best life with this man. So Sav, where are you putting Jamie? Jamie's a God tier, obviously. There is like no hesitation. He was an instant God tier for me. Absolutely. I knew I was putting him a God tier like less than halfway through the book. No, as soon as he took the dog. <laughs> as soon as he took the dog. You were like, and you're coming home with me. This is it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Back to our hockey roots. I gotta be honest, I, I'm gonna need another little break from hockey. I think there's just so many of them and I feel yeah. like they're all so similar, but this one was really good. It was. And the season doesn't start until October, so we have a good a good little break. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's great for me. So we're going to take a little hockey break, and we're getting back into Cowboys, which I'm very excited about. So next week, we're going to read Done and Dusted by Lila Sage. She's a debut author. This is her first story. It's super good. I've already read it. So no going back on this one, and we will see you all next week. Bye, guys. We'll see see you guys with our recap of our labor day adventures oh yeah we can't oh my god emily you're gonna read done and dusted on the farm yeehaw sticking really committing to the bit i love that for us okay well we'll have a country girl on the pod next week this is great (laughs) (laughs) 
Bye, guys. Bye.